It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on the Horn. Hour two here on the Sports Complex on a Thursday afternoon. We've talked some Texas basketball, some Big 12 basketball, bracketology, the bubble watch, all of that. What you need to be watching for in the final three games of the regular season. We talked a little bit about the disappointing loss of Texas women's basketball last night. Good fight for the Texas women's basketball team, but not the outcome they would have liked to see. Some NBA talk as well. Big fat poll today. Today is out there. Uh, because the Phillies have canceled dollar hot dog night. We're asking you, what is your favorite promotional day in sports history? Was it something that you went to? Was it something that uh, that you saw happen that you thought was great? Was it something that you want to see happen? If you got if you got something you want me to pitch to CDC, as long as I can say it on the radio, I'll pitch it to CDC for a promotional night. I told you mine. I would love to see the flotation station, Dylan DeSue. I'd love to see that one. I mean, maybe there could be football seems harder to give away a hundred thousand, but maybe for baseball, you get something out there at dish fog for the craziest, best fans. And, and, and I mean, they're just great fans. I was going to try and put a, uh, some sort of cursor on that, if, but no, it's just great fans. So, uh, uh, the baseball team or maybe the Moody center, something like that. What would you like to see? Let me know on the text line, 512-447-3776. We'll get into a little bit of the running back conversation uh, of one of the deepest running back free agent classes in a long time, projected to be. Uh, we'll get into a, a little a combine reports, too. Uh, and then maybe if we have a little bit of time, we will get into uh, the uh, a mock draft that I saw the other day that has uh, some Longhorns listed in it. We'll try to get to all that, but I want to get to your text as well. Uh, if you did not hear the news this morning, did not hear the news at the 4 o'clock when we started the show, uh, Aaron Hogan is leaving the horn after 15 years. Uh, it, you know, a great legacy he's left here building up the horn and, and sticking with us and, and doing everything. Uh, loved it. You know, nothing but love to Aaron Hogan as he goes on to his next uh, adventure. Uh, but that does mean there's going to be some shifts and some changes here in the programming lineup. Uh, that does mean that I will be... Uh, moving down in the mornings, which I'm super excited about, working with Rob Babers again. Uh, you know, we had done Ball Don't Lie for a couple of years, and it was so much fun, and I've, I've been able to work with him uh, over the years several times. One of my favorite people on the planet. Uh, so just so excited to be able to do mornings with him. The broadcast with, with, with Rod and myself will start up uh, tomorrow morning. So tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 to 10, you'll be able to hear us. Uh, and I'll tell you again, I don't, I don't know if there's anyone uh, that can talk uh, football any better than Rob Babers. And I, I know there's nobody who can talk Longhorn football better than Rob Babers. Uh, so I'm so excited to go in there. And while we know we'll bring what we do here, and I'm sure I've, I've been to try and bring you guys from the text line. I hope you're there and we'll be answering the text line as well. And uh, Patrick's big fat poll is going to be moving down there as well. So we'll, we'll get involved with you guys on the text line uh, as we get in there as uh, doing the broadcast starting tomorrow morning, but that does mean uh, because I am not young enough to work 12-hour shifts every single day, uh, wake up at 4 a.m. and then leave here 
at like 637. So uh, the sports complex will be going away. Uh, last show will be tomorrow. Uh, so starting next week, there will be no sports complex in the afternoons. Uh, you know, I, I know that there's not going to be anybody on in the afternoons right now. It'll be uh, national programming in the afternoons uh, right now. I, from the meetings I've been in, the people we've talked about, and the, the ownership here and the management here, they really want to put something else on and want to bring you more local stuff. This is a locally owned uh, company, which not a lot of the other big dogs around here can say, and not a lot of the other sports stations are locally run and really you know want to care about you guys. Uh, so they're trying to put something together, and hopefully we'll have something in the afternoons again soon enough, and and bring a you know have a morning and afternoon show. But I am super excited for the broadcast. Uh, starting tomorrow morning. I hope you guys on uh, the text line, I hope all you guys who are listening will join me in the morning. If you can, you know, I hope you listen to the podcast. I hope you're part of it. You know, if anybody wants to still bother me, I know Dave Ram, if you still want to bother me in the afternoons, feel free. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on X at It's Patrick Davis is where you can find me on all that. I'm on threads too. I never have checked it really, but I believe I'm on there as it's Patrick Davis as well. So find me there if you want to yell at me on there as well. You feel free. Feel free. I'll try to get better about answering on there. But, uh, uh, you know, it's been so much fun the last seven months. I got another show tomorrow, so we'll do we'll do the sappy stuff tomorrow. There's not too much sappy stuff. I'm just moving the mornings. It's a it's a happy move. I talk for four hours now instead of two uh, and get to work with one of my favorite people. So uh, it's a lot of good news, positive things uh, coming up. But just letting you guys aware of that because I see some of you asking on the text line. So uh, that'll that'll hopefully we'll get it. If you want to keep asking, I'll keep giving you the same answer. Uh, let's get back to that text line. Uh, asking a big fat bowl day. I appreciate this from Average Joe. He says Astros buddies bat uh, night at the Alamo Dome at the Astrodome. Sorry, the Astrodome in the eighties. All right, a buddies bat night is. Are they small bats? Are they still like this was at a point in time in the eighties where they weren't thinking, well, we're just giving weapons to children and this is going to end poorly, which in the 80s it did, but not in the, in the way it would now because there wasn't social media to be like, hey, my kid got hit 15 times. Is it just a little bat or was it was it a real wooden bat or was it you know a plush bat? I'm not sure. I, I mean, I probably went to games in the 80s there, but I was been really young, so and I don't remember stuff when I was kind of young, so... <laughs> I don't have the best memory for that. So let me know, Average Joe. What, what what type of bat was it? I'm curious to know what they were able to give out back then. Uh, Dexter says, why does it not surprise me Philly fans are doing bad things with wieners? Sorry, you probably can't say that on the air, but I couldn't resist. I can say wieners on the air. We're talking about hot dog wieners. That's the whole point of the story. I don't know. I don't know what you could possibly think about when we're talking about Patrick's big fat poll about hot dog wieners. I don't know. These are all perfectly okay things to say. Nothing's wrong with any of these words. It's the English language. It's not our fault that they have chosen to use those words for other things as well. Not us. We're just two civilized people having a conversation on the text line. <laughs> but no, no one is surprised that the Philly fans have realized that dollar projectiles are not a good idea. Uh, <laughs> you literally are just saying, hey, for $1, would you like to you know, buy something that you couldn't have smuggled in? Sure. You can buy, you can buy six. You eat one and throw five. That'll be perfect. Uh, Locksmith Ryan, I like this. A UT should do a car emblem night. Instead of the Longhorn emblem everyone already has on their cars, it should be a unique emblem that can only be gotten by going to the game. I like that because you can make a ton. You can give away for multiple years, or you can give a special one each game, but I like that a lot. That is a, a cool idea. CDC, take note of that one. 
car emblem, but a special car emblem for a game or for, you know, and you could have one for football where it's that everybody, that's a lot, but maybe it'd be a basketball game. You got the 10K for 10K. I don't know if you're going to have a turnaround time, but for a women's basketball game, for a volleyball game, if you want to support your diehard Longhorn fans, that would be a cool way to do it is give them something like that. I like that idea. Locksmith Ryan. Uh, Dexter uh, Chan says, PD, you're starting at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. Yes, I am. I have three alarms set, Chan. I've set them at staggering times. They all have snooze. I, it, basically, my alarms will be going off every, like, two minutes if I don't wake up tomorrow morning. <laughs> so I should be up and be there at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning with Rod. Uh, it'll be the Rodcast. I believe all that stuff will be up on social media here uh, shortly, so you can check it out there as well. Uh, but, yes, we'll be coming up 6 a.m. with Rod. And, yes, local guy Christopher Cross. Christopher Cross is a local guy who's playing. Great song, Ride Like the Wind. It's just a hilarious song for Christopher Cross. Got Michael McDonald on it. It's just, you know, it's like a desperado, like a song about a guy having to go to Mexico because he did something wrong. You're like, Chris, what did you do? <laughs> Dexter says, clearly the survey went out during playoffs and Kadarius Tony was the only chief to fill it out. Look, we all know Kadarius Tony didn't fill it out because he dropped it. We all know that he didn't fill out the Players Association. He dropped it. He hasn't been able to hold on to anything. We're aware of that. Dropped the pin. Dropped the, the survey. Dropped his a promising career. That is, he's one of the most vexing players in the NFL. That guy can get wide, wide open, and then it doesn't matter. Uh, Texter, any idea if the baseball game this week going to be televised? I do not know. I will look. Uh, actually, I do know. I did. Be, I sorry, I did look earlier today. I know they will be at least on YouTube. So if they're not on anywhere else, it's supposed to be on Astros.com and YouTube uh, is where they're going to be airing them the baseball games. I'm sorry, I forgot that I looked that up today. Uh, it's a lot going on, but uh, yes, it, the baseball games should be available on YouTube uh, because they're all part of Minute Maid Park, and that that they're not going to be on Space City, uh, which is the new uh, you know Astros channel. They'll just be, they're apparently on Astros.com and YouTube is apparently where they will be. Uh, J-Dub says, Patrick didn't hear this morning. Where is Aaron Hogan going? I, we, know, we won't say where Aaron's going. You can follow him if you want to get that. I'll tell you, I'm going to mornings. I will tell you that, that me and Rod will be doing mornings. Uh, but yes, uh, that is, uh, is a, he's, he decided to take another, uh, take another opportunity is what Aaron decided to do. Uh, we wish him the best. And I wish him the best. I don't have to say we, like I, like I'm getting a, a line handed to me. No, I wish him the best. Aaron's been cool to me since we've been here. Uh, been a supporter of mine. So yeah, I definitely wish him the best. All right, let's get, oh, I, I'll read this one before we get there. Uh, before we get to the next one, it says, because I didn't read this yesterday. I, I thought I did, but I didn't. It's tech can ingest a satchel of Richards. Yes. If I didn't read that yesterday, it's a good line. It's a good line and they can, they definitely can. All right. Keep those texts coming in. I want to talk a little bit about the combine uh, before we get uh, and then I'll come back to the text line, and we'll keep coming back and forth, all right? But I appreciate you guys. You know, we try to get to everybody's text here on the show. I have not seen linebackers come up. I believe D-lines are still doing drills in the combine. So we have not seen Jalen Ford. He has measured in uh, at 6'2 and 3'8 and 240 for Jalen Ford. Uh, decent measurables. Uh, he's not an athletic freak, not a measurable freak. He is a mental freak of a really good guy. He had some interviews today talking about how he enjoyed being the quarterback on the defense, uh, but we've not gotten his uh, measurables of 40 time and drills and all that. What we did watch 
uh, which I was watching before the show, was Byron Murphy and Tavondre Sweat putting on a show at the Combine. And for two different kind of reasons. But Byron Murphy right now has everybody talking that he was projected to go around 15 to 18. And people are saying after this Combine, and I know it's early in the Combine and wherever else you go, but you know he right now people are looking at him in a different light and saying this guy could be a top 10 pick. When you look at how he looks – Physically, how he is, he, he he lost a few pounds. He came in over six foot, just over six foot, 297. But he has a 30, 30, uh, 33-inch vertical, one of the best verticals of any defensive lineman. Uh, you know, he runs, he ran a uh, 488 and a four, uh, 479 on his 40 times. Like, he ran a really good 40 time as well. Uh, 494, I believe, and a 488, I believe. I can't. I wrote it down a minute ago, and I can't read my own writing. Uh, he had a one six nine split. Had a very good forty time, under five on the forty time. Uh, all of his drills, you know, like if you look at how the drills are supposed to be done, they can use the Byron Murphy tapes on how to show you a perfect run on those tapes. Uh, just looked amazing in the drills. Looked amazing on the forty. Looked amazing in his measurables. Looked amazing. He's, he's looked great in everything he's done. Uh, this is one of those things for Byron Murphy that you can sit around and say. You know, the combine doesn't necessarily raise a lot of people's uh, stats, uh, especially in the first round and raise their, uh, their, where their draft stock is. But for Byron Murphy, it sure is going to. Uh, people are just, now he looks like he's the guy. Uh, Tavondre Sweat doesn't, he did not go away. He also is turning heads, uh, weighed in at 366. People were really wondering. Uh, he weighed in at 365 was his game weight, is what they said he was. He was listed at for Texas. And a lot of people did not believe that that guy could move around at that weight at 365. He weighs in at 366. Uh, he didn't necessarily run the fastest for it. He ran a 527, but for someone who's close to 400 pounds, that's a pretty good run right there. His drills, he did things. He was able to move well. He did things with a lot of force, almost took the head off of one of the poor uh, handlers of a dummy. Uh, so there was a lot to look for in what Tavondre Sweat and Byron Murphy did because Byron Murphy was doing everything perfect. His footwork, everything looked great. And Tavondre Sweat was for a big man doing everything. It, it, it looked big. Everything looked special when he did it. Uh, and then the power and force that he was able to put into it as well uh, just looked really amazing. So both those defensive linemen, we know at Texas what they can do, but really fun to see them step up. Uh, linebackers look like they're going now. Uh, so we will see uh, they're about to go. So if I get a 40 time here in the next couple minutes, I will tell you what uh, Jalen Ford runs. Uh, I'm not sure exactly what his number is. It starts with a one. I don't know if he's Jalen Ford one or if he's, you know, 11 or 12. I saw the one on the, the shirt, but I, he was wearing an over shirt on it. So I could not tell what his number was. Uh, I do want to talk a little bit about something else that I noticed. Uh, I was reading about today. Uh, I was starting to see that the number for Tony Pollard where, People are starting to project where Tony Pollard's number will lie in the salary cap and how much he'll make. We know he got paid over $10 million last season because they signed him on the franchise tag. And Cowboys fans are basically saying, well, around that number, he's way, you know, that's way overpaying. He's not really in every down back. I don't know if we need to get him and re-sign him for that number. Uh, but when you start to look at this running back class and who's already in it, who could be in it, uh, the, dra the draft class is not huge. So you're not going to be able to get necessarily a star back out of it 
uh, unless you want to take one really early. If you wait, I don't know how many great backs are going to be there in the third and fourth round for you, uh, especially after that. But there's a lot of really good backs, so you might be able to keep Tony Pollard on less than you thought you were going to be able to. The number that's been floating around right now is about $4 million is what his valuation is at. Uh, and for Cowboys fans, if you look at that, and for Jerry Jones, you know especially, who loves his own you know players, loves to keep guys in the family, and understands that, okay, now we can draft somebody or now we can go you know, get somebody else, but we can have another guy and Tony Pollard can come back. Now, I think if you get it, you have to have a every down back and then have Tony Pollard as a change of pace, and he becomes one of the best change of pace running backs in the NFL. But if he's in every down back, he's just not that guy. Even though you know the injury took more time for him to recover than we thought, that he only really played probably six or seven games at what he said was full strength, so there is to, something to believe that he would be better next season uh, as a whole, but I still don't think he's an every down back. We saw what he did, uh, that his explosiveness is huge, but it's not enough to get in there. But I want to go through some of these names because there's two groups of names that I want to go through where I think Tony Pollard uh, is going to be falling into. I think he's falling in about fifth or sixth in this list of uh, free agents. So the market, if you say how many people are willing to spend big money on a running back when we see the money not go up a ton last season, people are not willing to spend it all on running backs. And now you look at the lineups and you say out there that Saquon Barkley could be available and Derrick Henry could be available and Austin Eckler could be available. All these are free agents. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. DeAndre Swift, after he gets traded and has a breakout season, another great season with the Eagles, he's a free agent. Devin Singletary is a free agent. A.J. Dillon is a free agent. Gus Edwards is a free agent. And Tony Pollard is in that group of guys. So if you say he's fourth or fifth in that list, depending on where you put him, maybe you put him at six. Uh, but you think that as a change of pace back, if you can get him around $4 million and you get him signed to a three-year $12 million deal, something to that effect – that that's a pretty good deal for Tony Pollard, and now you can either draft a, a, a running back earlier on, and that's your main back, and Tony's going to be the other guy, and you can kind of work those two together early and run them later. You don't have to; you're not going to have to invest and try and go get your big guy in Saquon or Derrick Henry. Uh, but I think it's an interesting look that you could be able to get a guy that under is undervalued a bit because of the injury that he wasn't able to play at a high level early on. There's some other names that we're not currently free agents, but there's talk that any of these guys, and if one of these guys hits in, they become very much at the top of the board as well, that there could be cab cuts because some other teams may be looking at the free agent market and seeing what the price of running backs is now and want to get out from a running back contract that they didn't want to sign in the first place, that they're not thrilled about how much they're playing, paying a running back, may want to get out of it, help their cap space a little bit, go get another running back, figure they can make it run by committee. Uh, but Nick Chubb in Cleveland is a guy that, you know, after the injury, maybe they let him go and take him as a cap cut. Uh, Aaron Jones in Green Bay, great, great running back, but can they afford to keep him when they get the other pieces and other weapons? They want to go a cheaper route there. Alvin Kamara in New Orleans, they're up against the cap. They have to figure out some moves to make. You know, you get a rookie last year in New Orleans, maybe this is time to move on from Kamara. Uh, is Joe Mixon, a guy in Cincinnati that, you know, you're paying uh, T. Higgins now. You're paying Jamar Chase. You're paying Joe Burrow. Can you afford to have a top-end running back uh, there as well? So if you throw those names in, Tony Pollard drops down to 7th, 8th, ninth. 
in the list of running backs, which means three to four million dollars a year for Tony Pollard is not unbelievable. And I think that's something where the Cowboys get to fall into where Jerry's happy. He gets to keep his guy and you're able to get somebody that that is an actual value. And I know it's not a value maybe in, in the way that running backs are now not getting paid anywhere. And, you, you know, Tony Pollard, you could say could be a two million dollar running back. Uh, I think he, you know, you the $2 million you're going to save on him to make him happier and have a really good change of pace back for the next few years is worth it. But you have to go still sign somebody else. But I thought it was an interesting piece where the Tony Pollard conversation in Dallas has been, you know, well, he's done. You know, you got to go get somebody better. He didn't have a good enough season. But the reality is if he comes back cheap enough and you are now paying him $6, $7 million less than you were paying him last season, well, now, now the value's fine, and now he's a great running back to have on your roster. You can afford to go get somebody else. You're not paying that Zeke dead cap money either. You can start to go spend some of that money now uh, and go out and get somebody else and maybe go after uh, DeAndre Swift or an A.J. Dillon who is kind of a different, you know, a more powerful back. Maybe go after that or Gus Edwards. I know the health hasn't been there. Uh, or you do go for that Derrick Henry, and you take a swing and say, all right, Derrick Henry, do you want to come to you know, the Cowboys, try and win a Super Bowl, and we'll give you a, you know six. And so instead of paying Tony Pollard 10 last year, you pay Pollard four, you pay Derrick Henry six, and that's your $10 million on a running back. But now you have a core of running backs, and you feel good, and maybe Deuce Vaughn can step up a little bit more next season. I know Rico Dottle uh, is a favorite of theirs, but I just think you have to step that game up if you want to compete uh, in this market. All right. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll go back to the text line, 512-447-3776. Let me know what you think about the running backs and if the Cowboys should think about keeping Pollard, if you got a number for him, or if you'd like to see Pollard go somewhere else, let me know on the text line, 512-447-3776. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back, get back to the text line, maybe go behind the burnt orange curtain. We come back here on the Horn 1019 and 1260, the Horn app, hornfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sports Complex of the Horn. Back on the Sports Complex here on the Horn on a Thursday afternoon. Text line's open, 512-447-3776 is the text line number. Uh, let's get back to that. Let me shut this down and get over here, and we'll get back to it. All right, let's get back to the text line. Uh, Random Texter 69 says, last summer was harsh. I prefer the local talent, so I had to learn to bounce around a bit. Uh, but now Hogan came in like Myra Cyrus wrecking ball and threw my usual listening day uh, schedule out the window on both stations. Looking forward to you and Robbie, but who's going to remind us to keep her underwear clean daily from now on? My daughter loves that sign-off classic. I appreciate that. Uh, it's a it's a dumb thing I said several years ago on a different show, and I've said it ever since. Uh, it's it's always funny in my head to say it, so I say it. But uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate. I hope you listen in the morning. 
Uh, I'll try and still remind people in the morning to keep their underwear clean. Hopefully it's clean in the morning. I'm just trying to say in the afternoons. It seems dirtier in the afternoon than in the morning. You know, you got to keep it. Uh, <laughs> let's get to a uh, texter says, <laughs> now I got to hear about RT in the morning too. Yes. Yes. You've got to hear about it in the morning too now. Yes. Uh, alumni night with some promo on them. All right. I like alumni night for buying Longhorn fan. I like that. Uh, get something and do something, get all the alumni back and give, I don't know. I don't know what it would be, but I like that. I like the train of thought you're going on CDC. You figure out, put your, put your, uh, your brain trust over there. At UT you got the smart people at UT. We can go on that one. Uh, right guy from New Mexico says, uh, this has been uh, the weirdest February 9th, 29th ever. Aaron is leaving the morning show. The sports complex is going away. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Uh, I'll still be texting as much as I can. Excited for the change and what future holds for all of you guys in Ha Wiener. Yes, I uh, appreciate it. Yeah, no, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm super excited to work with Rob Babers. I can't say it enough. Uh, like, he's one of my favorite people I've ever done radio with, just be hang out with. Uh, he's you know, just a great mind for sports and so much fun to talk sports with. So excited for that. You know, uh, the morning is it's a change, but uh, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Uh, Dick says, Mavs bobblehead night until they clearly repainted a bunch of old Sean Bradley bobbleheads that try and look like Dirk. Good luck with the new show. I, <laughs> please tell me they did that. Please tell me they actually did it and they just, and it, they were, oh, they look, they don't look anything alike in reality, but you have to put the, the long hair. I don't know. I guess you could do like, like really young Dirk. You could do the Sean Bradley haircut, but I feel like the Sean Bradley haircut was gone. Like he, Dirk started to grow the hair out and the Sean Bradley can't do him anymore, but I, I hope they did that. That would be hilarious if they actually did that. Uh, Texter says, sorry, uh, Patrick, I uh, just turned the radio on. We'll, uh, you'll be with Rod B in the mornings. Uh, anyone else joining y'all other than Ty? Uh, Ty will, Ty's going to be part of the show. It'll be mostly me and Rod. Ty will still be a part of uh, the station. He's still going to be a part of the show, uh, but that's who it's going to be right now. Uh, you know, it, it's going to grow from there. Uh, all this has been pretty quick in the last couple of weeks. So, you know, we're trying to make sure we put together the best product uh, for you guys. And, and so that's where we're looking forward to and says, I'm really excited to listen to you and Rod be on my one hour morning compute. It usually was only to kept you for the last 30 minutes in the evening. Really enjoy listening to your wealth of sports knowledge, brother. I appreciate that. That's very nice of you to say. Uh, yeah. And I, I can say in the afternoons, uh, there is talks, you know, the people, the management, the ownership, everyone's looking into stuff to see what they can do in the afternoons. This will be my last show. Tomorrow will be my last show. Uh, in the afternoons, go into the mornings. I'll do both tomorrow. I'll do the morning show tomorrow and the afternoon. Uh, then starting Monday will just be mornings. Uh, but, you know, anything's possible in the future. You know that in radio. And, and believe me, it's not just here. I know there's been a lot of change recently here. Uh, but I've been at other places, and there has been a lot of change at, at a lot of different places. So uh, it is possible at any given point to, to have those changes. But I'm I'm very, very excited for uh, for coming up tomorrow morning. Uh, and starting to go with the broadcast. We have some cool stuff planned. Got some fun segments. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Uh, Daydrinker77 says, Little Towels commemorating Texas versus A&M final non-con meeting. I like, uh, you know what, though? I, I think that we need, you know, just a reminder. Can we make something that is uh, commemorative that we, we kind of take a dig at them? Can we? I don't know how to take a dig at them in that. If you got one, if we can take a dig in that, I appreciate that. Uh, hey, Patrick, can you uh, read, talk about the changes that are being made station? I missed it. 
uh, as you were just starting a few minutes ago. I, I hope you've caught it now. Uh, Aaron Hogan is going to be leaving the horn. Uh, today was his last date. Starting tomorrow, uh, I'll be on in morning 6 to 10 with Rob Babers doing the broadcast. Uh, it is going to be a lot of fun. And then tomorrow will be the last sports complex. Uh, that is the easy and quick version because I've said it a few times. We'll, we'll talk about it more tomorrow. But tomorrow morning 6 to 10, uh, the broadcast with Rob Babers and Patrick Davis will start. Uh, looking forward to that a ton. <laughs> uh, and so do you do your show at the studio? I am at the studio. Where are you be, uh, RB going to do the show since they've been doing it at E's house for six months? Uh, we'll have it set up. Don't worry. We, we've got we've got it all planned out. Uh, but I, I'm inst- I'll still be coming up here to the studio. And I yes, I believe me. I, I know we ran the promo. They've been taken out of the system. You know, there's a few jumps in this. There was a lot we're trying to do here. <laughs> Sometimes we miss some things. And so, yeah, they're taking out now. It's, it's good. That was the last one. You we won't hear another one. I'm telling you. Uh, is this a leap year's day joke ahead of April Fool's joke? No, no, it is not. It is not a leap year's day joke. Also, by the way, happy, happy leap day. Happy Tyrese Halliburton birthday. He's way the youngest player in NBA history. Whatever he does, because he'll be the youngest because, you know, by birthdays, he's a leap year birthday. So he's like, what, like six or seven, you know, he, he's the, probably the youngest player to ever make an all-star game, like four or five years old. However old Tyrese Halliburton is. Uh, uh, Dave Ramsey is also rise the kiss of death. Every person he's worked with has moved on in some way, shape or form. I, you know, that's not all a bad thing. That's not always a bad thing. You sometimes move on to, to better opportunities. Sometimes it's not, but Rod is not the kiss of death. That is not true. You can't look, I will defend Rod and Rodney Terry. Anyone whose name starts with Rod, Dave, we're going to have an issue with you talking about it. <laughs> I'm not going to get mad. I know we're just joking around, Dave. I just thought that would be funny. Uh, and Fox says, Patrick, I get four hours with you now. Are you changing the name? Uh, yes, it will be the Rodcast. The Rodcast will be the name of the show. Uh, that will be. Uh, oh, and you're, it's your birthday today. You're not saying how old. A uh, happy birthday. You're a leap year birthday, man. Happy birthday to you. How did you celebrate it when you were a kid? Did you get it every year on the 28th or do you March 1st? When did you normally celebrate? Or did your parents just say, screw you? You don't get it. Send that in. Text line's still open. We'll get back to it. I want to take you right now behind the burn orange curtain with Rob Babers. Uh, we'll go into this. We'll be doing the burn orange curtain tomorrow morning, too. Don't worry. It'll still be there tomorrow morning. But uh, here's a little replay of Rob Babers from this morning, burnt orange curtain here on the horn. All right. So we know that Tavondre Sweat. Uh, impressed the media. We just heard him uh, uh, holding court with the media at uh, the Combine, having a good time, joking around, and he's got a larger-than-life personality, fits his larger-than-life frame and stature. But I also read a tweet uh, from Tony Pauline at the NFL Combine who said, Byron Murphy, D-tackle from Texas, was the most physically impressive defender this morning during the NFL Combine media session. I'm told he already has 25 official meetings here in Indy, still hearing the Vikings at 11, potentially, is what Tony Pauline's throwing out there. He's a draft analyst. So, I mean, before he even works out, it looks like, you know, Byron Murphy is rising up draft boards and he might have impressed folks even more with his uh, media availabilities there at the NFL Combine. He went into a lot of different 
topics. He was asked about a lot of different things. So we're going to play a couple of cuts of audio of Byron Murphy at the Combine. The first one, actually, for Longhorn fans, uh, I'm sure you'll find this one interesting. Shout out to my man Corey Mose of KVU. Um, here, Byron Murphy is asked who is going to be the next breakout defender for Texas football next season. Who should Texas fans be on the lookout for? Here is what Byron Murphy had to say. Uh, I say on defense, I'm pretty sure y'all heard of him. He's a freshman. I say Anthony Hill. And I say uh, when it's time for him, you know, for him to come, you know, and uh, do this process, I feel like he's going to be a first-round guy. So just be on the lookout for him. Calling his shot that Anthony Hill is going to be a first-round guy. As I said earlier, I think he can and should be a first-round pick. But the way they utilize him and weaponize him is going to be big. If they can move him around, showcase his ability to be a pass rusher off the edge uh, in, you know, in the interior gaps, if they can show him his ability to drop back and be a, you know, a good pass defender, uh, they can show his ability to be someone that can be a run stuffer, move him around the formation and show his versatility, I think that'll increase his value in draft stock. If they just keep him at off-ball linebacker most of the time, um, they, I don't. it's hard to just be drafted there, as, drafted first round as an off-ball linebacker. The, that, that is not a premium position, so the value drops. But when you turn someone into a hybrid chess piece, that can increase their draft stock because you can move them around. That's becoming positionless. Football is becoming more and more popular. If he can be there, you know, Texas version of Michael Parsons, as Ty mentioned earlier. Uh, okay, let's uh, hear from Byron Murphy again. He was also he also met with the Texans and was asked about playing potentially for the Texans. Uh, here is Byron Murphy. Byron, what would it mean to get drafted by the Houston Texans and play for a coach like D'Amico Ryan's in that swarm mentality defense? Uh, man, it'll, it'll mean a lot, uh, you know, getting drafted by Houston, uh, you know, also just staying in Texas, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with that because I'm from Texas, you know, but uh, it'll mean a lot playing for D'Amico Ryan, you know, uh, a young, uh, a young African-American coach, so uh, it'll mean a lot to me. Byron, what would it mean to get um, D'Amico Ryans is from the obviously the Shanahan coaching tree. We know the Shanahan values pressure over coverage, so usually they're they're drafting linemen really uh, D linemen really high. I've seen Byron Murphy mocked to the Texans in several mock drafts. I don't know if he'll fall that far. If he does fall that far, the Texans will definitely take him. But from what I can gather, I don't see Byron Murphy falling at, that far to the Texans, uh, even though they did meet with him to do their due diligence. Uh, the Cowboys also uh, are a team that if <laughs> I'm sure if Byron Murphy dropped to them, that they would potentially consider drafting Byron Murphy too, even though they dropped a D tackle in the first round. Um, he was asked about potentially going to the Dallas Cowboys. Here's what Byron Murphy had to say. Byron, you said you haven't met with the Dallas Cowboys yet, but what would it mean to be a part of that organization? Uh, you know, uh, you know, it'll mean a lot because you know I'm from, I'm from Dallas, so uh, you know it, it'll be a blessing, you know, to play back home, play play for my home city. So it, it'll it'll mean a lot for sure. Uh, all right, but well, we know that uh, I don't I don't think he'll be there for the Cowboys or the Texans, honestly. Um, but the way it's looking right now, he's going to be drafted somewhere in the teens and probably the higher teens. Uh, but he's a great athlete, and he's expected to show out to combine and put on a show. Even Bruce Feldman. Uh, said that he's been clocked at 18 miles per hour <laughs> and had the best squat and the best power cling on the team. And he says he's the strongest guy on the team, whether you're talking about squat, bench, or if you're talking about power cling. So he's he's freaky in a lot of ways. Uh, there was even a uh, Bruce Feldman article that said that he might be expected to run around a 4.8 or a 4.9 in the 40. And if he runs a 4.9 or a 4.8 at that count, at, at 300-some pounds, 
that will probably be the most impressive performance at the combine. Like I said, that 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 is freakish at a whole any whole other level. That's kind of superhuman stuff. All right, he was also speaking of being a great athlete. He was asked about who's a better athlete between uh, some of the other guys coming out in the combine: J.T. Sanders, X Man, and A.D. Mitchell. They also got into a basketball conversation here. It's pretty cool audio. Here is Byron Murphy. Who's the best athlete? Xavier Worthy, Adonai Mitchell, or Jatavian Sanders? Man, uh, that's hard right there. But whew, man, I'll probably say X. X, okay. X, okay. Thank you. X, I'm yeah. a big Xavier Worthy guy. Well, yeah. when, he's not covering him, so you got to take it for a grain of salt. <laughs> Byron might saying. be able to cover yeah. him. He can do just about everything. All right, this might be a little easier. If you're start, if you're playing basketball two on two, who who you, it's it's you four guys in the mix. Who's who's your who you drafting first? Oh uh, man, I'm drafting uh, X off off the rip. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. There he, we go. Over Adonai. I, I never seen uh, AD hoop, but okay. I know X. <laughs> Sometimes guys might, might be good football yeah. players, not very good basketball yeah. players. But, okay. X, but X for sure, I'm taking him first. I'll Thank rip. you. Now we're, we're making some movement, Rick. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Over Even over Jatavian, who, who could be like a four. Oh, yeah, I'll take him too. He, yeah. <laughs> He's a good hooper too, You're but I, I'll take X though for sure. <laughs> Glowing endorsement for X-Man. Uh, he's not the only one. Remember, Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft that came out earlier this week had Xavier Worthy in the first round um, ahead of A.D. Mitchell. Um, it had him actually 32nd overall going to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, he probably would hate the uh, the facilities there, but he's going to love his playing experience if he ends up with the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Mel Kuyper's latest mock draft also had Byron Murphy going um, number 13. So remember, Tony Pauline said, the Vikings at 11 are going to be looking at him. Uh, Mel Kuyper's got him going 13 to the Las Vegas Raiders. He ain't going to be there for the Texans and the Cowboys. Ain't no way. Doesn't feel like it, right? I nah, mean, ain't um, no way. in a draft, as we've talked about, it's going to be dominated by the re receivers, quarterbacks, and tackles, offensive tackles. I mean, but as many as four quarterbacks could go early. Receivers could go three or four early. Oh, Brock yeah. Bowers is in that mix too. Yep. So you're, you know, if you consider Brock Bowers an, an offensive, you know, weapon I to do. go early. Yeah. And the offensive tackles. I mean, defensive players aren't going to start coming off the board until the middle of the, of the first round, Rod. He's got the and first he has a chance one. to be the. Kuyper's, Kuyper's got Verse, that uh, D Jared from, Verse from Florida, from Florida State. State. He's got him as the first, but then he's yeah. got Murphy as the second defensive That's player. That's about right. I mean, middle of the first round. Because yeah. if you're going to be slotted as the number one defensive tackle, um, you know, you're only behind the pass rushers. And, and you know, there really isn't a uh, – there isn't a Sauce Gardner or Derek Stingley in this draft. No. I mean, Kool-Aid McKinstry – is kind of seen as maybe the best Terrian, corner. Terrian Arnold is a good one. Yeah. Cooper DeGene, the, the cornerback from Iowa. The great White Hope. The, yeah. <laughs> also the, the kid from Toledo. There's a lot of thought that the kid from Toledo, the cornerback. Yes, Mitchell is his name. Uh, Quinion Mitchell. He actually, he, they have him, or at least Mel Kuyper has him going 17th overall. Well, the, the, he's a guy to watch in the 40. They think he may be the one of the fastest guys at the 40 time Yeah. when we get to there. He's the kid from Toledo. So, yeah, I mean, the point of that is, I mean, Byron Murphy has a chance to be one of the first couple of defensive players drafted yes, because he he's ranked that high. And I know we've had a lot of questions on the text line. Well, you know, Tavondre Sweat won the Outland Trophy. Tavondre Sweat won all the awards. He was the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. Why is Byron Murphy seen as the higher-level prospect? I think you said it just a little bit ago. There's a concern of the weight, right? I mean, can, yes. you know, if, if Tavondre is 365 now, what if he keeps growing? He's not much for you on third down. Byron Murphy's a three-down player. Yep. They, they kind of project. Uh, there was a kid in the draft last year, Kalijah Clance, Clancy or Cancy from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, he's a good player. Uh, Aaron Donald is out of Pittsburgh, right? Mm -hmm. They kind of see him as kind of that guy that just never – he's relentless. He's leverage. Uh, he's just a guy that never really has to leave the field and can impact the game on first down, second down, and third down. Yeah, and the thing about you know Byron Murphy also, 
um, and his game. He's a pass. He's a best pass rushing interior D lineman coming out in this draft, and that's his elite ability. Is that he's a good, is a great pass rusher from the interior. He actually sets guys up with short area quickness. He's got a lot of uh, repertoire of pass rushing moves. Tavondre Sweat is a run stuffing D tackle. And the question is whether he can play three downs and be a pass rushing presence in a passing on third league. down in a passing league. Uh, for for uh, for Byron Murphy, it is for is more it's a value it's a more valuable skill to be a pass rusher, and that's why he is considered you know a, a better prospect coming out. Both of those guys, in my opinion, are top five in both. It's just that. Tavondre Sweat's the best run-stuffing interior D-lineman in this draft. Byron Murphy is the best pass-rushing interior D-lineman in this draft. And Byron Murphy might be top five as a run-stuffer and a pass-rusher. And then maybe Tavondre Sweat is top ten as a pass-rushing D-tackle, but he's the best run-stuffing D-tackle. Just saw some video on NFL Network here this morning of the three Longhorns who are going to participate today headed, making their way into the, uh, to the stadium there. Yep. Uh, Tavondre Sweat, Byron Murphy, and Jalen Ford. Put on the show. Uh, headed to do their weigh-ins and uh, measurements and then bench press and then off to the field for the field drills, which will begin today in Indianapolis. Good stuff right there. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, that's, you know, and, and you watched enough of the film, Rod. I mean, a lot of times in the Big 12, the opposing offenses were focused on, you know, trying to double-team Byron Murphy. That's exactly right. Because you have such a hard time with Byron. Well, that frees up Tavondre's single team. Mm-hmm. There are not many people in the Big 12 that can block Tavondre's sweat by themselves, right? And that was what made Texas so devastating is you can't double-team both of them. Can't double-team both. Can't double-team both. you got to yeah. pick one. And obviously, as you heard from uh, from Byron Murphy, they 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 complemented one another very well. Um, but but I think most in the Big Twelve would say that Byron Murphy is the harder one to block individually because he does have so yes. many moves. Right? Yeah. It's not just raw power. Byron Murphy's quick. He gets underneath you. He's got the leverage game going, and just a relentless player. Uh, so yeah, those two together, uh, outstanding. So we'll look to see how they do today. Good luck to those guys. J- say say Jalen Ford needs a good good day today. Yeah, he. I mean, it would help for him. I don't expect him to have a, a great day because he's not a freak of an athlete. That's not his game. I right. Mean, he's just he's a student of the game, and he's a really good, um, I think, pass pass dropping and a pass coverage linebacker. Uh, and that's the elite part of his game. So I think you know he's going to be drafted in the middle rounds. I don't know if there's much he's going to do to increase his draft stock here at the combine. Good stuff there. A little behind the burnt orange curtain talking some combine as we keep rolling along here. Uh, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, we'll wrap it up, get to those finish, te- finish the text line here on the Sports Complex in the Horn 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app at hornfm.com. Patrick Davis and the Sports Complex, weekday afternoons on the Horn. Last call. So either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes till somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. All right, wrapping things up here on the sports complex on a Thursday. Appreciate all y'all on the text line. A couple of other people uh, for the leap year birthday. What you do, uh, what did you did to celebrate? If uh, you said uh, closest to the weekend seems very practical. I don't know if I, if I was a kid, I would have liked the practical answer. I would have said we're doing both. 
It's a minimum two-day celebration. But I did that anyway, and I wasn't a leap year birthday. Not a shocker there. Uh, Tex says, I remember hearing Ball Don't Lie, but in my opinion, the best shows were you and Rod Chop It Up. I appreciate it. I love Mike Harge, too. Harge is a friend of mine. Still love him. So I, I'll say I enjoyed all the uh, Ball Don't Lie. Uh, uh, Texer says, uh, uh, what's going to happen to your morning show? Morning show starting tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. The Rodcast with Rod Babers and Patrick Davis. I'm moving to mornings. Tomorrow will be the last sports complex. Uh, but... I will be moving to mornings. I hope you guys join me. It is going to be a ton of fun. Uh, I still got some more work to do to get things ready, but I cannot wait for 6 a.m. to start and me and Rod kicking off a new beginning uh, here on the Horn. Rodcast with Rod Babers, Patrick Davis starts tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., 6 to 10. Uh, is going to be a ton of fun. So I can't wait. I hope you guys heard that on the show. We'll do one more tomorrow. Uh, I'll be working double shift tomorrow, but it's going to be a lot of fun. I just... Couldn't let you go before the weekend. I had to yell some more about RT before we get out of here, too. Uh, I'll see you all tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. I'll see you all tomorrow at 4 p.m. here on the Sports Complex. Uh, Until then, be kind, be safe, keep your underwear clean, and we'll see you right back here tomorrow for one more time on the Sports Complex.